Colette. Colette, Colette. And welcome to my home, where we make the Swedish meatballs with the Swedish people. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that laugh is so on point. Let me rock with you, animal. I'm kind of good with that type of stuff. If I'm bad, you can blow me up. Send me out to oblivion. Famous monsters. All right, guys. Welcome back to Monster to Monster. This is our guest series. It's our intermission. I don't have a name for this yet, so... We're making it up as we making it up. This is uh, our in-between, our intercession, our hiatus, whatever you want to call it, where we bring oh, on I our friends, it. family, guests. Loved ones. Loved ones. Maybe our child. Murder victims. It. Murder. Shh. Don't talk about the murder Prisoners. victims. Prisoners. Prisoners. Yeah, prisoners. To uh, present monsters to us and have some fun. Are you prepared for fun, the Dylan? So fun. today. Fun, 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 fun. And, and so the guest we've brought on today is actually my twin brother. So you might not be able to tell the difference in the voices here. I think you can. Yeah. Can you? Let's play Who's Speaking Now. Whose voice is it? I guess it's easier for me because I'm sitting next to one of you, and the other one is coming through a speaker. All right, Kate, you give us something to say and then point. And then point. At who you want to speak first. And then point. And then point. It would help if our guest was paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I guessed if you would pay attention. Jeez, guest. Don't you uh, hate when the guest isn't paying attention? I mean, that's pretty much all of your video streams, I've noticed. Speaking of, if I don't anyone... know what you're talking about. <laughs> it took you five okay. minutes to respond to that comment. Who are you talking to? I'm trying to figure out. I can't find my links. What no, 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 I'm just going to make it up. I'm just going to make it up. I don't know what... Oh, I see what you're talking about. You have no links now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Katie. You don't have a Katie to make your research. <laughs> all, I, all I remember is no poro, no paro bow, and there's a fox creature that's a lot like a no paro bow. That's all I got. Are you talking about the no kitsune? faces. You know what? What? Are you talking about the kitsune? Fox exactly. with mask. Mm-hmm. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. good times. This feels just, just like point San Diego. It, just point at Katie. Don't just point at Katie. <laughs> Katie will get up and point, walk away. And this will be pointing at Katie. How do you spell no par- no poro bow? How do you know? N-O-P-A-R-A-B-A-O? Why don't you just type in fox yokai or whatever? That would require he knows how to spell yokai. There was a whole video game about it. Like Y-O-K-A-Y. I'm sorry? Y-O-K-A-I. Yeah. Look at you. So proud. Brendan had the game. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> that checks out. It was like Pokemon. What, with yokai? Yeah. Hmm. Hence the name? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I still want to find that uh, anime about cooking. Wait, you haven't I... watched it? I want to see. I want to rewatch it, like all the way through, and well, figure cooking, out what was happening. It's not hard to find. It's called Cooking Wars. I think it's on Netflix. No, 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 no. I'm talking about. Remember the one when we were kids, where they would cook monsters to life. Oh, what? What? That should what? be the episode we do. Cooking, cooking monsters. Cooking monsters. I do remember that one now. It was like right after. 
It was right after like Ultimate Muscle. The heck is mm. Ultimate Muscle? Ultimate Muscle. What? You don't know what Ultimate Muscle is? No. Save the world from alien. Or no, it's a, what is it? Protect it to protect the planet from outer space. Well, that uh, makes sense because like, zombies come know, from there's, Venus. Um, there's an invasion from outer space to protect the Earth. Ultimate He's basically muscle. like... Was it like, like a wrestler? He was like Goku, basically. Oh. Yeah, it was wrestling. Except take Goku like, and make his intelligence ten times lower and his maturity level non-existent. So like goofy Goku, like kid Goku. No, like adult Goku when he's being like when he's goofing around. No, I'm saying like kid Goku, but in adult Goku body. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But like it was basically like each time he he would just kind of like go Super Saiyan in the middle of a wrestling match. And he get all serious all of a sudden and just beat people up. And he had like a trainer or advisor who was basically like Phil from Hercules, like this short little dude that was training him. They had a pacifier. Yeah, that's where you store all your powers. Did you ever watch Yu Yu Hakusho? No. Kawenma sir. That's probably the reference that now that I've watched Yu Yu Hakusho. Kawenma sir had a pacifier, and that's where he stored his extra mm-hmm. powers. What are you doing? I was gonna look up the anime. Aren't we? I figured out how to spell it. Did you say that you were on N-O- a French? Okay, N O P P E R A B O. Okay. No parabo. Yeah, no parabo. Yes. Okay, so okay, you're ready for I remember that. the other ones that they're, they're often what? Keep going. That they're often confused with is a mujina. mujina. I don't know how to say it in Japanese. It's M U J I N A, which is like a badger or a raccoon dog. Is he starting? Oh, that's like a tanuki. What's a tanuki? A tanuki is a raccoon dog. Yeah, but so this is the. Um, so, like, the raccoon dog is, like, the animal with the spirit abilities. Mm-hmm. This one is, like, the reverse. So oh, it's, like, the spirit, spirit with animal ability. Oh, okay. The, yeah, the Magina can transform into different forms. Mm-hmm. Um, and it most often takes the place of a badger raccoon dog. That's why it's often confused with the other ones. Ah. Um, but then also, a lot of people will call an opera bow a Magina because of the same thing, because that's one of the shapes it'll do. Yeah. It's, like, the tricks it likes to mess with people. Um, okay, I'm ready. Also, I just watched The Haunting on Bly Manor, and that gives us some, like, stronger, I think, if we focus, I'm just going to start talking about that, because um, there's the lady in the lake, and she, like, loses her face at some point, so we can okay. start. Okay, I see what you mean. Okay, okay. We can just start there, um, as in, like, most present culture. Make that our jumping point. Yeah, main reason why we're looking at it is because of no face. And then the inspiration. Gotcha. I don't know. How's that sound? Yeah, sounds, sounds great. Good. Sounds like you got a plan, big boss. All right. And so for our guests today, we've got my... Wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm sorry. You need a marker. What intro are we doing? I... There's like seven minutes of intro there. I got to figure out where we're starting at. Okay. Yeah, yeah we you need... want to start right here? You want to start it out? Yeah. You want me to start it? You want to start it? I start... you start it. Yeah, I figured I'd start it. You did the last episode. Hi guys, welcome back to Monster to Monster, where we take a deep dive into pop culture monsters. I'm Zach. I'm Katie. And today we've brought on a guest, which is my twin brother, Dylan. Dylan, why don't you say hello to the good people? What's up, everybody? That's very typical Dylan. Yeah, it's pretty much Dylan. We love it. Unfortunately, they can't see the video, but it was very eccentric. I did a black flip. There, there was back, there was interpretive dance. 
Mm-hmm. Bollywood set in the background. It was beautiful. And for those of you who don't know, Dylan actually is a one of the folks over at the D-Lod Network. Network. That's the word you're yep, looking network. for. Network. Yeah. Helps uh, you know, them. podcast producer over here at the D-Lod Network. Social media guy, uh, marketing director, technically. All around great guy. Um, graphic artist. Whatever, whatever you know, whatever needs to be done. Many, many hats. Jack of all trades, master of most of them. Mm-hmm. So if you're ever... <laughs> interested in what the D-Lod crew's putting out, just check them out on socials, the website, where you can find our podcast as well. Those words, all the ones that he said. So Dylan, which creature are you bringing to us today? What creature do you bring to the cryptic table? What scrolls have you perused these evenings? Well, you see, I spent many a night and many a day um, up. Um, unable to sleep because I decided to watch a scary show. Oh, uh, good times. Oh, yes. It, is it wasn't my fault. Season. It was my girlfriend's fault. She said, let's watch this show. And I said, I don't know about this. Um, so, you know, three so nights. obviously you watched it. Yeah. Well, I don't have a choice. Pretty face. Three. Scary room. It's good to go. Uh, so th- this creature or character that uh, I want to start off with there's the it's it's i guess you could call it like the faceless or like a faceless creature right okay um the, the main character right you guys pick a main character or like a pop culture character and then we, mm-hmm. focus and we trickle down so um after watching this show i don't know if you've seen it which is bly manor the the haunting on bly manor right oh, okay um so at one point there's like a ghost and then like there's this whole thing about ghosts and like faces and all this stuff right um, and basically the concept of not having a face. And then you guys were like, hey, come to a show. So I was thinking about that character. But then the other character that I think is cooler is the character whose name is actually No Face. You talking about Spirited Away? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love it. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Right? I mean, you guys talked a little bit about Miyazaki on your, um, the, the Baba Yaga episode, right? Yeah, yeah. About- With Zaniba and uh, Yubaba. Mm-hmm. And you guys mentioned that, like, Miyazaki's characters are never, like, directly kind of, like, mythological characters. They're, a lot of times you can see the inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like he, you know, for No-Face, I think, this is just what I looked up or what I was researching, No-Face from Miyazaki's film Spirited Away is a character that, um, he's, like, shapeshifter, right? So he's got the shapeshifting ability. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of ultra-powerful almost like a shade, right? Um, he doesn't really have a physical form, more or less, but he does, when we perceive him or we see him, he does have a physical form and he interacts with the world in certain ways. Yeah. So how did this right. connect you to the, to the, uh, Bly house? The, Bl- the Bly house. Creature. Oh, to the Bly Manor? Uh, yeah. So, uh, spoiler alert, if anyone um, is watching it. I mean, you get into it, but there's the Lady of the Lake, and the Lady of the Lake has, it's basically like she has no face. Like her face is kind of like just melted and fused into like, it, you can tell it's a face, but it doesn't have any human features. You can't It's very really nondescript. See. It's very just like a, almost like a blank mask, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like okay. you can't really see her eyes, but you know it's a face. It's almost like, it's like skin has pulled, pulled tight over her actual face, Ooh, right? creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I think there's a certain, I mean, faceless creatures or that, 
that normal um I mean, it's a concept that you see throughout history or even I mean, throughout kind of I mean, if we're looking at a more pop culture thing, Slenderman's very similar, where you have yeah. this tall, looming creature with a very nondescript blank face. You don't even know where the eyes are on that face. You know he sees you, but mm -hmm. you can't tell how he sees you. There's something from like our, our subconscious primal history of something out in the dark with just wait, an unknown enemy coming for us mm -hmm. or something. Isn't there something in Doctor Who, too, of, like, people with no faces? I don't know. I haven't... That's a... That sounds familiar to me. Whole can of worms, so. Doctor Who. I don't, I don't have time it's for that. It's a that we haven't dove into. It's probably wise. It's very deep. It's a very deep pool of a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's bigger on the inside than it is the outside. Hey! hey. <laughs> right, back to no faces. Uh, back to no faces. Even in pop culture, you see the no face creature kind of throughout we have like i don't know if you guys remember in the matrix did you see the matrix yes where like he gets his face like stone shut and like he can't open his mouth uh you know that kind of stuff is like disturbing it's the familiar that's just slightly twisted to an yeah. natural way yeah um but then you go into a character like no face right mm -hmm. and no face is he's got like the mask that's his face right mm -hmm. Or at least that's what we assume is his face. And then we find out later on that no face's face isn't even his face. His mouth is like way down below, right? Mm -hmm. He's gorging and eating ton of stuff for anyone. Right? For anyone who hasn't seen it. Um, for anyone who hasn't seen Spirited Away, hopefully you all have. If you haven't, uh, no face is like a ghost. And he's got this mask. Um, and he goes around kind of like tempting people and giving people things and getting them to do stuff for him. And then what he does is he ends up consuming like different characters. And then when he consumes those characters, he absorbs their traits. Mm -hmm. So if he consumes like um, one of the characters, like the frog, and then the frog is greedy, and then, then, then No Face takes on that greedy element. Uh, so we see No Face kind of like build and build where he consumes all these things and ends up with all these negative elements. Then he's just destructive and evil um, to a certain extent. Yeah. So it's interesting to see like the faceless start absorbs humanist or absorbs these characteristics of like creatures or life um, almost instead of the opposite in my opinion. What or I guess do you guys, you guys like no face right? Yes? No? Maybe? No face is one of those characters that you want to be sympathetic towards especially you know when you see how much no face wants to be accepted by everyone around him like he goes to the bathhouse and he's trying to get away in mm -hmm. the main character opens the door and says oh i'll leave this open for you and then he spends the rest of that time essentially trying to help her yeah so trying to return the favor but almost seems to me like seems like a little kid like just isn't quite sure how to accomplish it so like at one point she's like oh i need a bath token and he just shows up with a million of them and when she says oh no i don't need them he just drops them on the floor he goes well this is what you have sorry mm -hmm. about it yeah so it, it almost, to me, seems like he's so far removed because he has no humanity with him that he doesn't really know how to express himself in this world. Mm -hmm. That makes him really a heartbreaking character for me. Yeah. But then he finds, like, spoiler alert, he finds a little home. He finds something that he can do for himself. Like, it, it's, again, kind of this underlying theme in that movie of Miyazaki's characters are finding 
where they belong and how to fit in mm -hmm. and what they need to do to complete themselves. They don't necessarily need somebody else to complete them, but they need to find what makes them complete. Yeah, and that's a theme you see in a lot of his movies, mm -hmm. or at least the few I've seen. Right. So that makes, to me, that makes No Face less of a creature and more of a character, as opposed to like the creature exactly. that we see in Blind Manor, which is clearly just consuming nonstop, yeah. which makes them more of the monster freight. Mm -hmm. And that's what I, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like if you, and that's what I think makes No Face as a character so much, so interesting comparatively to all of the other um, faceless creatures that we know of, like in our monsterology or throughout just media um, in Blind Manor, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you said, Katie, that idea of like a faceless creature, they have, they, a lot of times they end up having, it's like they have a one purpose, right? Like almost like a ghost or something like they're, they, they have one task in mind and those creatures only focus on the one task, right? Yeah. And so that's one of the similarities you see like um, in Bly Manor, like the character or the, the spirit is like focused on this one and it's like this one thing that the, the ghost lived for or focused on and like that just becomes the only reason that the spirit exists is to constantly redo that one task throughout okay. like mm -hmm. time and which space. is kind of a typical spirit thing you get trapped in that cycle of i need to complete it i need to complete it i need to complete it mm -hmm. and it's interesting to see and then we get but when we get no face right he has that element of him but then our main character ends up kind of like breaking the cycle and like leading him to a different path and giving him something else to do mm -hmm. um but I think a lot, like you said, Zach, like the Miyazaki characters and a lot of the Miyazaki stories um, kind of take us on a different journey than what we're used to. Mm -hmm. um, but also I think that happens a lot, or in my personal opinion, if you look at kind of the Japanese mythos or like monsters or creatures or spirits that come from the Japanese culture, they're a little bit different in like the lessons they teach us or the areas that they go. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, until you get to the bathroom ghosts, those are always just don't go to the bathroom by yourself and don't answer people in other stalls because they'll eat you. I mean, I've seen some funky yokais. Well, there's a whole bunch of them. Oh, yeah. They got some cool stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I will. You don't want to talk about the toilet demon who just really wants you to go poo? There's one with like, I think it was like eyes on his butt or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's just there to be your friend. Uh, okay. Don't worry about him. I just picture Katie with like a whole like little. Let's not picture me with eyes on my butt. First off, let's be very clear. Who's going? <laughs> I think he's gonna make you like a yokai summoner. Or something. <laughs> you know, like I feel about this. You're just like <laughs> instead of Pokemon, you've got like little like yokai following you around, like perked up on your shoulder. And everyone's like, hmm. Don't go over there. I mean, with your, you know, you can be Baba Yaga with your cauldron running around um, and your little collection of yokais. But it's like a I've, slice of life anime where she's stuck in like urban Japan and has to like keep them all like hidden. Like she got I, relocated, you know what I mean? I the feeling this is going to be like Pokemon. <laughs> and it's just me wandering around random areas of Japan, not speaking the language at all. Mm. And just like, slowly putting out like bits of food and like a little trap like mm -hmm. i'm trapping a stray cat to get it spayed and just like come here little yoka come here little papa i <laughs> summon you with cucumbers <laughs> and everyone's like oh there goes that crazy american again yeah and my we... hair is all like matted and crazy like baba yaga mm -hmm. in the woods but in the meantime you just like you've got like this broom and like a fence and you're constantly trying to keep all your little spirits in like not <laughs> terrorizing villages i have like the little dog gate like no Stay in the house. Mm. Stay in the house. I'll be back. Well, it's like a spray bottle. Like, tss, tss, 
bad. <laughs> this could work for me. Yeah. I like this idea. I can see it. So speaking of yoke or yokai and spirits, um, I think so the one that I am gonna consider no face inspired on, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if we go and we look at like the historical or cultural roots of these characters. The one that I found like the closestly related to no face and like the no like the faceless creatures is the Nopera bow. And so the, the main it's a yokai? characteristic. Yeah, it's a yokai, Japanese yokai. Um, and they, they basically look like a normal human, but without a face. Like just blank slate, like silly putty slapped on your face type of look. Ooh, creepy. I don't like that. <laughs> it would be creepy. Yeah. Uh, it, it didn't, I think, and so that was the thing, like when I watched Bly Manor, it reminded me like of what I imagined, like that's what it would look like. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the character, the character in that show actively looks like what you imagined when you read about the Noparabos. Oh, 100%. Yes. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, you know, added with that, like, haunting of Hill House inspiration and a lot of that different Western style, it's terrifying. Um, but so the Nopera bows are more or less just there to scare people. You know what I mean? They're not really haunting to an extent, more of just like that mischief character. Okay. 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 So more like a, um, more like the brownies from Willow. Yeah. Or they're not exactly haunting something, but if you run across one, it's not necessarily going to be a good day. Exactly. Yeah. Like they're, um, they're harmless is, I mean, how most people will like consider them. Um, the Nopera bow is often also confused with a Mujina. I'm not good with Japanese, but it's another spirit that's M-U-J-I-N-A. Okay. Um, the heck? Sorry, my YouTube just turned on the TV randomly because you're talking about spirits. I had it on pause and then like my controller died and it was like, oh, you're signed out. By the way, here's Game Grumps. Uh, so you're being Aaron haunted by Game Grumps in the background? Yeah, just, just Aaron playing Mario Maker in the background, groaning about his life, which is the theme song of my existence right now. <laughs> anyway, so the uh, Mujina is another spirit that the Noparabo is sometimes confused with, but they're not based on each other. They're different creatures, yokai, they're both demons? They're, they're both different yokai. Okay, he's gone. The Dylan. Goodbye, Dylan. I can just pretend to be Dylan. Don't pretend to be Dylan. I, uh, I don't Hello. I have... Hi there. You were gone. You were no longer recording. I think your spirits jumped to my computer through the Wi-Fi or something and shut my computer Sweet. off. Love press, it. press the record button. So we're talking about the Mujina and the Noparabo. They're not based on each other, but they're confused for each other. But they're two yes. very different yokai. Yeah, precisely. Okay. So what makes them different then? So the thing, so the thing about a Noparabo is it's the faceless spirit, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a faceless spirit. The thing about a Mujina is that it is a shapeshifter. So the Mujinas are shapeshifters. Okay. Um, but they are Japanese badgers or Japanese raccoon dogs. So, but they, they can shapeshift and they're tricksters. And a lot of times what they'll do to mess with humans and get a reaction out of humans is they'll shapeshift into the form of a Nopera bow. Okay. So the Mujina can shape, can shape themselves into a Nopera bow in order to freak somebody out. Yeah. And they're both tricksters. Yeah. 
the Nopera bow is hmm. less, I think the Nopera bow, it's like that faceless mentality of like, it just has a purpose to scare people without really an objective. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like, that's the spirit's purpose. Um, whereas the Mujina is kind of, they're, they're tricksters. They like, they just like to mess with people. Okay. Um, and they know that we as humans are freaked out by that facelessness, right? Yeah. Um, so there's like stories, of, there, there are stories about Nopera bows uh, some people are still debating. There are some people who still debate about this, but in Hawaii, I think it was maybe in the seventies or the eighties, not too long ago, there was like someone and certain Japanese immigrants who like were claiming to have seen an opera bow on the island oh, trying to scare them. Yeah. Um, and there's like a story of like the little girl in the alleyway who, you know, sounds like she needs help. And then when she turns around, you mm-hmm. know, it's like that face, or there's the Nopera bows who dress themselves as beautiful women um, and then act like they need help on the side of a road. Mm-hmm. And then so, you know, the, the tradesman or the salesman on the road comes to help her. And then when he gets there, she's just faceless. There's a lot of stories like that, actually, in, in Japanese culture of, you know, something seems normal. They turn around and either they have no face or their face is completely cut up or like their mouth is slit from ear to ear. And if you don't answer their question correctly, like you get eaten or killed, something. Yeah. So I think yeah. I think the the rule of thumb here is don't help people. Hmm. Maybe that makes me more Baba Yaga than I really want to be, though. Maybe. Like just just ride around in your mortar. Mm-hmm. Don't touch other people. Just gather your your yokai to you. Make a little fence and leave everyone else alone. Don't touch my stuff. Don't yeah. touch my stuff. Don't knock on my door. Don't sell me anything. I'm not buying. Nope. You have no face. Not about it. Mm-mm. However, if they're wearing a mask, they are potentially a morally gray character that you can lead to better things. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're going to go with? Yeah. I think so. All right. I feel like that's a good, solid lesson to learn tonight, everybody. Yeah. That's what I would go with. All right. Going into this holiday season, if you see a person on the side of the road that needs help, don't stop. They have no face. Or just be prepared for them to have no face. Maybe like we should just stop expecting people to have faces. Yeah. Why so, you know. Listen, this Baba Yaga's got enough on her plate with all her little toilet yokai, okay? Don't need, <laughs> don't need no no face. Come knock on my door. Not in my house. Not today. That just reminds me of the end of Troll Hunters. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was 100% that. Ah. We've got trolls. We've got you guys know you come from troll land yeah where do you think we got you know the traditional norwegian hatchback are you saying are you implying that trolls migrated from norway to northern california slash southern they canada they didn't migrate they were brought over yeah have you ever heard of the um you know the great ice bridge during the ice age that would be a migration that would not be being brought over how would you transport trolls easy put them on boats on the back of mammoths. Well, it's uh, like, you know, the, the uh, California olive tree mm-hmm. was imported and wasn't originally California olive tree. However, now it is. So now we've just bred the trolls to be the... The Southern Canadian yeah. trolls. Mm-hmm. So they just brought them over them when they were young. But no, I definitely like the idea of them, like, walking across the ice bridge better. No, now you're changing that on me. What? We can't have it both ways. What do you mean we can't? No, no. I, like the, I like the migration story better. No. Who's writing this book? There's a book? Yeah. Beric Tetris is writing all of my books. Who the heck is Beric Tetris? 
We're currently writing Katie's mythos of yeah. the American lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, a uh, made-up character from Dragon Age is writing uh-huh. my biography. It's definitely going to be, like, I don't know, I see it in my head. It's one of those, like, monster manuals, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, written like a field book. Yeah. Oh, my 100%. God, guys, can I please create a Baba Yaga's field guide to Japanese yokai? <laughs> <laughs> yes. If we ever start a Patreon. I'm gonna release like a chapter of it a month. Oh, it's, it'll, it'll it'll just be so we'll like do the guide, and then the next chap, the next book will be your guide in Southern Canada, your travels through I'm Southern just Canada. Go okay, like can every have, country. All right. So premise is that you are the ancestor of Baba Yaga, and as such, <gasps> I'm the ancestor. No, Baba Yaga is my ancestor. I am not the ancestor. I am not a vampire. I don't care what what you see in the shadows <laughs> says. I'm not the ancestor. Have you watched Fine. that yet? No, I haven't watched it. I don't know what channel to watch it on. No. Add it to the list. You know my rule about my list. I know, but... Are, no, are we I? done recording? No, oh. we're never done recording. Let's go ahead and put a, an outro in it, though. Were you done talking about your creature? Um, was there more you wanted to bring in? No, I think I was just going to... I was just. I mean, I think I mostly hit it in the in the beginning. You can, uh-huh. the, Do you want to talk about what's his face from Last Airbender? Oh, yeah. The Face Stealer. What's his name? But that's a whole nother The Face Stealer. I don't know. But I was going to do an episode on it, and Zach told me I couldn't because you're doing No Face. So oh, yeah, you should try to think about this. We do a, another a tie-in related episode that just like pulls it from the same thing. Because they're, they're, not, they're, they're similar, but not the same. Because a Face Stealer creature, I think, is a little bit different. No, so the Face Stealer is more like... The creature from Blind Manor. Oh, now you're getting like almost. We should just do a whole Blind Manor episode at that point. Okay, let's do a watch along. That go. would be great. I hate scary movies. You'll be fine. It's not. It's not a movie, and it's not that terrifying. No, actually, the first one was terrifying. Yeah, they're completely different. They're completely different stories, though. They're not yeah, even. They're connected. made by like the same people and the same like premise. Yeah, but so is Hunchback of Notre Dame 1 and Hunchback of Notre Dame 2. No, so. they're not. Not at all. Nope. We should record an outro. Okay. That I can tie in. Because I like that moral of the story is don't help people. I don't know. It just feels... Would you like to put another alternative moral out there? Because I, I think the alternative like moral was expect people to not have faces. Yeah, expect people to not have faces. Okay. Who needs a face? Uh, most people do. Unless you're a no parabo, no face, or the lady of the lake from Blind Manor. There's more. I could I could send you a list. There's a lot of people that don't have faces. However, I would feel much more comfortable if when you approach me, you put on a face. Well, the thing is that you're approaching them normally in this situation. I just got to go full Baba Yaga and just live in the woods. Just live in the woods. Just live in the woods with my yokai. Just Baba Yaga it. Yeah. Like, you've got an ugly face, just draw one on. Make the rest of us happy. <laughs> Moral of the story is. If you're a yokai listening to this podcast, put your face on before put you go out. On. So we need to add this to your Baba Yaga uh, yokai story. Very, like, if you're, you're trying to help a no pero bow. He's like, nobody likes me. Like, I'll draw a face on you. It's just like a really crappy smile. Yeah, it's just it's literally like a brown paper sack with just like no eye holes because you don't need it. It's just like two dots and like a really dumb smile. It's like that ghost Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. Like the ghost yeah. just like a, it's totally me, guys. And I'm like, I'm like go to the store and get me some ramen. You look like a normal person. Go on, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Here's some money for the subway. 
I'll give you a note. You 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 look too young to be getting ramen. I a note to him like, help me find the convenience store. My mom wants chips. <laughs> Pin the money to his jacket. Like here you go. Don't worry about change. I sent the exact right amount for a family sized Cheeto. You will Puffs. not receive any of it. Cheeto puffs preferred. Yeah. Is there anything you want to add to the the end of your episode here? Um, you know. You never know when you're going to run into a no-para bow. Nice. Good advice. So you should always be prepared, bro. Be alert. Stay vigilant. No, you can't. You ruined it. Constant vigilance. Oh, no. Don't run away, though, from the para bow. That was much better. All right, nerds. uh, Thanks for joining in. We'll see you next time. Later, nerds. Toodles. Monster to Monster is written by Caitlin and David Davidson, produced by the D-Law Network. Songs and background music are by Digital Lizards of Doom. All creatures are copyright to their respective owners. If there are any monsters you want to hear us talk about, or you just want to keep up with our goofiness, please follow us on Twitter at M2MThePodcast. If you like what you hear, please follow us on Spotify, or wherever you find your daily dose of podcasty goodness. Hopefully everyone can tell the difference between Zach and Dylan in this episode. I guess we'll find out. Oh yeah, let's play the bonus segment. Oh, bonus game. Okay. So let's see, what should we say? How, how should we do this? I'm going to say a phrase. One of you is going to say a phrase. And then I'm going to point at the other person, get them to say the phrase. So we're going to see if we can figure out who it was. Like, it's going to be easy for me because one of these on speaker and one of these in front of me. So let's say um, rubber baby buggy bumper. Okay. Rubber baby buggy bumper. Rubber baby buggy bumper. Hey, you did it. It's very exciting. Both of you were able to do it very well. So does anyone know who is here? I don't know if I should be offended. What do you mean? <laughs> so you if, you can, uh, if you can properly decipher which Davidson it spoke was, first. It was me all along. Shoot us a message and you'll get a free sticker. Ooh. We should do another one. One more, one more phrase. Okay, one more? more? Okay. Um, um, I think like some no tongue twisters or like song lyrics I have to remember. What if we just do something basic, like like a McDonald's slogan or something? No. I don't have a slogan anymore. Yeah, that is trademark. Zach told me no songs anyway. So, um, here's your coffee. Here's your coffee. Here's your coffee. Okay. We want to do one more? Yes. Yeah. Let's just do hi, Katie. (laughs) Hi, Dylan. (laughs) Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. You're super monotone. No emotion. Just, hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. It's pretty close. All right, nerds. uh, Thanks for joining in. We'll see you next time. Later, nerds. Doodles. Monster to Monster. It's a podcast created by Zachary and Katie Davidson. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. blah, blah, I have to re-record. All right. Great. Dylan's on the phone. Hello? Hello? Okay. We're done. Hello? Wait a second. How do I, how do I stop recording? Hello? Are you okay? Oh, what's up? Uh-oh. Val?